Everyone needs to feel in control. We won't have control of our bodies, and we won't have control over our feelings to feel in control of our decision-making. Just think about all the challenges in your life and what would be helpful for you to deal with them. You're listening to Wellbeing in Sync. I'm B. Harris. I'm a psychologist. These series podcasts are about helping you with that, building your resilience and giving you the tools to take on the challenges. Hi, here I am again. And just in case you didn't listen to the other couple episodes, if you haven't, I think you better review because I'm going to give you a little summary, but maybe it can excite you to pay attention to them. What we're really building towards is how do you get the energy or the courage to take action for your needs? And it could be at work and in your, your personal life. It doesn't matter where. But I was starting with uh, who you are at the core and how we're created and what you have to take care of in yourself. It's your assignment, really. You know, I know we have a lot of project assignments at work. But when you think about it, and even at home, people put things down on their to-do list. But the, the reality is you have an ongoing to-do list in relation to yourself, and that has to do with taking care of your needs and your values. That is the getting your own milk when we're kids and what we're really talking about. So I'm not I'm talking about getting your own milk, not just as a metaphor, but milk is a fundamental to our life as we grow up. And so these are fundamentals. And so we just, episode one spent a little time on that. And then the other is how do we know that we're doing a good job? You know what I mean? Feedback loop. Everybody loves feedback. And by the way, that really is important. Knowing that uh, what I did made a difference uh, is really part of feeling in control and think about you at work and think about you in your life at home, that what you're doing uh, matters. So sometimes uh, in order to do that, you have to pay attention to your own feedback system. You're doing a good job. When we're kids, we want these grown-ups to tell us, gee, you're doing a great job. We want somebody to do it. But as we get older, we have to start paying attention to our own internal feedback loop. Sometimes we can't just sit around and wait for somebody else to tell us. But before our mind is talking to us, We also have to pay attention to the emotional signals that are coming from us that says, wow, you're in the right place because think about the feelings that this is creating in you. Even though it may be creating a tension, you're really feeling this tension because labeling will matter is, wow, I know I'm getting excited or I feel my energy uh, building uh, towards something that's great for me. You notice what I did, and then uh, it'll sort of be the intro to what we're going to talk about, the importance of thinking positively and what it is to have a positive mindset and why that does matter. I already started to change uh, being a little anxious into I'm excited. The reality is I know this. At one time, I thought I was going to be in theater, and I was around a lot of theater people, but Maybe somewhere I learned it then. I'm not even sure where I learned this, but the importance of changing the language because you talk to yourself all the time, not necessarily consciously, but your mind is communicating with your body all the time and really stores it. And you can call it your unconscious, your preconscious, your um, you know storage unit number one. There are a lot of labels in the literature about it. But uh, your heart rate, 
starts to increase when you're excited. It starts to increase when you're anxious. You can be sweating. Your palms can be sweaty. It's both the same. But if I change the label to not I'm anxious, but I'm excited, you'll already relate. Your energy will start to shift because your whole body is communicating. It's the great, you know what we do here at Humana, we talk about integrated systems. That's the miracle of who you are. You are true, integrated, collaborative system. So if we paid attention to who you are, we'd said, wow, this is a great model. I should pay attention to how this works. I'll learn a lot about work. Now, th this positive mindset or optimism, you know, that's different words for the same thing, really. There are a lot of ways to approach it and people use the language. but. What's important about that is if you're optimistic or you have a positive mindset, it does affect your physiology. If you frame something in a positive way, it really even affects how you perceive something. Everybody thinks, I know the expression, seeing is believing, but the truth is you don't see uh, the world necessarily as it is. We construct sometimes what we see, our interpretation of what we see, maybe sometimes a better way of saying it. But I'm not going to get into the physiology of how you see and how the mind works. I, I want to put this in the context of what we do with that fact. So if I perceive the world in a way that's not threatening, uh, I'm going to respond differently or take actions differently. If I perceive what's in front of me is dangerous, just think about that. I'm going to manage my behavior because it feels like there's great risk to my well-being or to my survival. I mean, that's natural. We're programmed that way, aren't we? So one is are we, we have to evaluate what's out there, don't we? That's part of a positive mindset. Maybe what we're looking at is not a lion in the woods. Maybe it's not as dangerous. We have to stop and think about it. It doesn't mean if you're at home alone. I mean, I happen to. Uh, if I were home alone in a big house in the woods when there were no lights, I'd probably be pretty no scared to death if I heard some noises walking around. I'd have to evaluate what's that if that's strange or new to me. So I, there's nothing off about you because you can be startled by something that's unknown to you or you're in an environment where the signals are creating some past experience or understanding of danger. So I'm not pushing that away. I'm, let's bring it back into the universe where people tend to see things as negative that maybe doesn't have to be. I'll, I'll take something where we, our mind really knows that this isn't dangerous, but it's a wounded feeling. Uh, you might be walking down the hall and you see somebody you know and say hello and they are gruff or short with you is probably a better way and they just walk by and you start to interpret that as, wow, they don't like me or what does that mean? And, uh, and then you start to get mad because that's how our bodies and habit pattern. That's another whole discussion, guys, uh, that we would be having together of what we do with it and what we've learned to do. But right now, I'm just positing it as you start to have feelings that don't feel so good. They're negative. What can we do in just thinking about that and maybe looking at it in a different way? And that's what I mean by having a positive mindset. Maybe I can stop and think about it. You know, I just... Uh, made meaning out of it by what I did with it. Your, sometimes your perception of what's happening tells more about your past. And 
what meaning those kinds of behaviors had from you for you out of what you learned out of your past because the truth is a lot of our behavior in the present really was learned somewhere so again there's nothing weird about you if you did that at all i'm not even suggesting that what i am saying is maybe you can stop and think gee i wonder what their day is like that that occurred and maybe what i'm seeing is not about me but about them and then we have to imagine a world of about them and having a better understanding of other possibilities that could explain that behavior and maybe even making up a story. Gee, it could be this or I, I probably I have a feeling that all of you sometime or other when a friend has had an experience, you said, well, maybe it's not that. Haven't you started to make hypotheses for them because you were cheering them up about other things or other meanings? We've all done it. Now, what you have to say is actually you did something intuitively that's right on. You were doing something knowing that if you thought of other reasons or you gave them hope or positive affirmations or possibilities, that that would make a person have a different feeling. And if you have a different feeling where you don't get pulled into something negative, negative interpretation, once you stay in a positive mindset or you're you can go to, or being optimistic, you're more likely to have the courage to take actions for yourself. So this isn't to just, oh, I just want to have a better feeling now, which by itself isn't so terrible. But what it means when you have that feeling that's positive, you're more likely to do things to serve your well-being or serve a cause or get you to take action for yourself at work or maybe give you the courage to speak up to somebody you love that you didn't want to have a topic or a conversation with before because it felt so challenging. And that, look, it could be just not appear sometimes talking to our children is complicated too. So approaching complicated situations positively gives you greater opportunity. It's an advantage, but it's also an advantage for your physical health and your well-being. Anyway, that's sort of where we sort of tiptoed or stepped into that we can switch our frame of reference or how we see things. I will spend a little bit more time on that because I don't want it at all to suggest that just because I said this once, it's an easy thing to do. We have to practice it. And what we can do maybe next time is think of other examples of how we might reframe or think about it. I, I want to leave you with an example. I don't know if you're a sports watcher or not, but I, when I w watch, and this could be true if you were playing golf or they were football players or basketball players, but I can tell when they got off the court and they just lost the game or the manager is being interviewed, I can tell they had a course on this because when they were interviewed, they always say, gee, you know, that was tonight. Uh, we were off our game, but we'll be great next time. We're going to focus and do our homework. So they don't let that experience get them down. So they switch the feeling to something positive. And I'm going to talk about that particular technique the next time. It's really, I just had a bad experience. How do I reframe it so that I stay, don't stay in some negative space, but create a positive energy in myself so I can go forward? That's what we call being resilient, by the way word we all use. But before I was talking a much simpler one, a positive mindset in general. Um, and we'll also talk about other ways or other techniques um, to get that. 
elicited in ourselves because we do have to know how to be our own coach, right? We're sort of left with ourselves once we get older. Think about it. Wouldn't it be great if we had somebody walking around and say, great, you're doing a great job every day? I always, maybe that's P. Harris talking, and I wish that were true. I had to sort of learn to cheer myself up and to get through my life all by myself most of the time, right? Isn't that, we spend most of the time with ourselves, right? So being able to do it comes in handy. Anyway, uh, I know Humana uses the expression toolkit. I'm not a fan of the word, but in a way it's pretty handy tool to have, isn't it? I got this thing that you use or this, you call it tool, but something that helps me be able to turn it around. Anyway, guys, that's it for today. See you.